What do you gotta do to get comics around this place? One side, Red. Hey, what the hell's going on here? I was warned about you. Take it easy before I have you removed from the Warned? Mall. What the fuck are you talking about? Tell him, Steve, Dave. Fuck you, fanboy. You two testosterone-seeding He-Man comic book fans finish up with this display of tough guy back and forth. I got some questions I need to answer. Look, who's in there? You gotta ask me nicely. Fuck this. Brody, get the hell off. Come on, you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, Popheads! Welcome to issue 88 of the TomCast Podcast. Issue 88, the Patrick Kane of podcasts. And we are coming to you once again from our uh, self-imposed quarantine in the Tom Cave. And uh, my name is Tom, and welcome welcome to the show. If, if you are a regular uh, listener of the show, welcome back. We hope you're doing well. We hope you're staying safe and uh, that you are self-isolating and, and taking good care of yourself and your, your friends and family. And if you're new to the show, welcome, and we hope you're doing the same. Uh, so you can follow the show on social media, at TomCastPopCast on Twitter, at TomCastPopCast on Instagram. You can email the show, TomCastPopCast at gmail.com. If you like what you're hearing and you want to become a member of our super cool Pophead Nation, you can head to Patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast. And you can hang out with cool people like the Aspen Hill Chody and the Batman of Bay Park, Mr. Jeffrey Aloysius Nail. The, the, the Batman of Bay Park is, is busy patrolling the streets. He's, he's masked up. Batman with a full face cowl this time around. Uh, but he's also the co-host of The Ringing Ear, a wonderful music podcast that I recommend very, very highly. And uh, that I got to be a, a guest on very recently. And I think that episode will be dropping soon. I'll confirm that with... With uh, with Batman himself, and we'll see what's going on. Uh, finally, if 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 you're still listening, uh, like and subscribe to this podcast because uh, we're doing cool stuff, and we want to share it with you guys. And 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 you can do us a big favor by uh, liking, subscribing, doing five star reviews, all those good things to help spread the word about us and uh, tell tell your friends and family about the awesomeness that is the Tomcast podcast. And thank you very much in advance for doing so. Uh, so today is uh, a, a bit of a kind of like an emergency episode in a, in a sense. Uh, you know, Roger and I we did a, a, a very fun, very very enjoyable uh, uh, Star Wars uh, the love fest uh, earlier this week, and and uh, that was kind of the plan for to be that was kind of the plan to be the show for the week. Uh, except today, uh, some some news dropped some some fairly big news, and I thought we should we should address it because it is something that we had uh, talked about a few weeks back, and I think we all kind of saw the writing on the wall, and that it was kind of sort of inevitable, but it was kind of sort of strange that uh, uh, we weren't getting a lot of definitive news. And of, of course, I'm referring to the the cancellation of Comic Con San Diego Comic Con 2020, and uh, it's a lot of people are very sad. A lot of broken hearts uh, around the internet today about the cancellation of this year's Comic Con, and uh, because it, you know, it is the sort of Super Bowl of of, of pop culture uh, events for for the year, and uh, 
the fact that it has been canceled for this year due to uh, COVID-19 concerns. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it is sad and distressing. And, uh, it, you know, it, but it, it ultimately it joins a long list of events that are being postponed and canceled left and right as, as, uh, as, as the United States and, and the world at large um, have to adjust uh, our, our expectations for, for gathering in large groups. And, I mean, ultimately, I think Comic-Con made the right decision. Uh, I just want to put that out there right now. It was a little curious that they were kind of sort of dragging their feet on it. Um, and there there's some rumors that there was some politicking uh, with that situation, but I don't have any facts, so I don't want to go into that. But there, there was rumors that the city and uh, Comic-Con were sort of, uh, eh, again, not anything I have any facts on, but there were rumors the city and, the, and Comic-Con were kind of squabbling. I think Comic-Con was waiting for the city to, to tell them they couldn't do it. But I, I think at this point, you know, we're, we're sitting here and it's, uh, what is it? It's April 17th now, and, and they had to make a decision because a, a lot of people plan really far in advance to, you know, they, 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 they plan their entire summer vacations around Comic-Con. You know, there's airline tickets being bought, hotels being purchased. Hotel reservations are basically taken care of already. Uh, so... There's going to be a process there. Now, the good news is if you have your Comic-Con ticket, they have said that they're going to they're honor your ticket for this year for next year, which is great news. Uh, but they are also offering refunds uh, for this year's Comic-Con ticket. So uh, if you are a person who is perhaps uh, in financial straits right now because you know you got laid off or you've been furloughed, and you're like, oh man, I could really use that couple hundred bucks back or whatever, you know, depending on what package you, 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 you paid for, um, you know, if you need that money back, apparently Comic Con is is happy to give you that refund, and uh, it that that's that's good stuff. Uh, that that's I think it's really nice, and I think it's really nice to honor the people uh, who have tickets for next year's show. It will be interesting to see how this shakes out as far as um, the big day when everyone runs to the computers to get online so they can get Comic Con passes for for the year. Um, I wonder how it's going to shake out this year with, with so many tickets. Probably, I would imagine quite a few people will roll over their tickets to next year. So I, I, I don't know how it's going to work next year. But, but Comic-Con's always been uh, pretty, pretty good at managing those, those sorts of things. So I'd like to think that, uh, that they'll, uh, they'll take, care of, uh, take care of other people because that's, that's the bottom line. And ultimately, that's why they had to cancel the show because they have to take care of their attendees and their, their guests and and the and the retailers and then the merchants and everybody who's who's in that building, you know, uh, there's no such thing as social distancing at Comic Con. You are uh, very good friends with a lot, a lot, a lot of people because they are right up on you. And, um, you know, it in my mind, I sort of kind of have some some thoughts on some things that we could do on the Tomcast podcast to provide a little uh, extra. No, you know, obviously it would never take the place of Comic Con, but maybe give you guys a little fix of of, of Comic Con. I we we had some big plans for the show this summer, and and maybe that'll be something we can look into. We can reach out to some some people, and maybe make some Comic Con things happen on the show because that would be uh, that would be pretty exciting. You know, we can kind of cover the world of pop culture, uh, and and when I say reach out to some people, trust me, it's not. <laughs> We're not getting any any uh, mega celebrities on the on the podcast. I can I can pretty sh- freely speak on that. But I do have some friends in the comic book industry, and I know some I know some good people in San Diego who uh, 
do a lot of things with Comic-Con. And, and so maybe we can get them and we can do kind of like a mini uh, Comic-Con or a, a, a Tommy-Con as it may be on the on the podcast. That might be kind of fun. We'll have to see if we can get that worked out and, and maybe do something like that in July. That'd be a lot of fun. But yeah, people are people are sad today about that, and it, it's understandably so. And obviously, for the city of San Diego, which is which is where I live, which is where we do the podcast, um, it is a it's going to be a, a huge economic loss to the city because uh, we uh, the city basically banks on on Comic Con to kind of make their financial year, and and again, that odds of that happening this year were, were slim to none, anyways, with with everything going on. Um, but it's just. Kind of show, it, this is just kind of goes to illustrate the uh, economic dire straits we're all going to be in, no matter what side of the country we are, we, we find ourselves in. Uh, uh, when we come to the other side of this COVID nineteen situation, you know, once once self isolation is done, I mean, you know, Comic Con, um, much 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 what's going on with with concerts and sporting events, you know, it's it's just like what's going to be realistic and, and and safe for people to go to. And I, you know, Comic Con had a had a struggle with that, and uh, just the way that uh, Major League Baseball, the National Hockey League, and the NBA, and and even the NFL are are trying to figure out how they're going to do their seasons and generate revenue um, to pay their players, to pay their staffs, to pay to you know, it's it's just it's complicated. It's economics. It is finance. It's things that I'm not very uh, good at. So I don't want to speculate too much on 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 the financial. Uh, <laughs> the the magnitude of, of the lost financial revenue for the city and, and you know all of that, but it it is a sad day in in that sense as, as COVID nineteen forces the cancellation of a major major pop culture event and uh, you know remember pop the, we didn't provide any content directly from Comic Con but Comic Con provides us with a lot of content as far as like the news and and major releases and, and breaking announcements and things like that so. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they they shake all that out. Um, I don't remember if this year is a, D, a year that D twenty three is happening, but I would imagine that's probably going to be uh, pushed off. If so, uh, right before I started recording, I found I got an email from the people at PowerCon, which is the He Man convention, and they are uh, in light of what Comic Con decided. They're they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with their convention for this year. They're supposed to be up in Anaheim this year, I think in August, and uh, they're trying to decide what to do about about PowerCon for for He Man fans. So, yeah, pop culture just getting kicked in the nuts left and right at at this point in time. But I mean, to be fair, we're getting kicked in the nuts all over the place from from, uh, from the effects of the COVID nineteen virus and 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 what it's it's and the the havoc that it's wrecking across uh, the United States and and the rest of the world. And you know, we can only I hate, I hesitate to say this, but we can only trust in the wisdom of uh of 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 the of our quote unquote leaders. And, and the the restrictions are putting in place and, and, and trying to follow those as as closely as we can so that we can get through this as fast as we can and, and try to get some kind of some kind of semblance of, of, of normalcy back in our lives and being able to go out and, and be at least in small groups, uh, you know, see our friends again, go to restaurants, go to pubs. And, and that would be just a wonderful thing if we could actually get there. Um, but now, you know, I don't want again not to get into too much new stuff. But now you're starting to see uh, uh, protesters, go, you know, storming town halls and 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 uh, you know, just saying how this quarantine is un-American and it's all this other nonsense. And it's just I don't I don't want to go into these things. It's ridiculous. 
we just have to do what we have to do to get uh, to get better to to make sure that we don't none of us get sick none of our families get sick none of our friends get sick so everyone stay the stay the path i know it sucks i know it's frustrating but let's let's all stay the path uh as as all the commercials are telling us we are in this together so wash your hands wash your face and then wash them again just for good measure now the comic-con news is obviously the biggest news uh of the day and and of this show um Sorry, that was a filler word. I'm going to cut that part out. But a few other things have happened in the last day or two that I wanted to share. Uh, you know, I, it's gonna, it, I'm just going to kind of share with you guys and give you my, my two cents. It's usually fun to have, have, have Reagan or Roger here to, to kind of bounce these things off of. But uh, uh, Roger and I have plans. So I'm going to get through these news things so that uh, the next time he and I get together... Uh, we can kind of just do what we're going to do, and it's going to be a good time. All right, so uh, yesterday it was announced that uh, the J.J. Abrams production company, Bad Robot, is is now now has a production deal with HBO Max, the the new streaming service. Uh, and there's there's for, and this going to take, excuse me, it's going to be for three three shows from Bad Robot. Uh, the, uh, not much is known about the other two, but the one thing that was interesting, the one uh, nugget of, of information that uh, pertains to us is the... Justice League Dark series that's been b- being tossed around for uh, it seems like you know the last four or five years someone has had their hands on the idea of doing a Justice League Dark which is um, that the the darker side of the DC universe and I don't mean darker in the sense of like you know grim and gritty uh, superheroes I mean like the magicians and the people who deal with all kinds of uh, magical sort of thing I said magicians already so ma- magic and magicians and demons and you know. It's all that kind of stuff. So we're talking about Constantine. We're talking about Swamp Thing. We're talking about Dead Man, Zatanna. And uh, at one point, this was this was a project that uh, Guillermo del Toro had his hands on. And they were, at that point, I believe it was being bandied about as a uh, feature film. And now it's in the hands of Bad Robot and J.J. Abrams. And they're going to look at doing this as an HBO series. Or an HBO Max series, I should say. Which is, like again, the streaming service. So... It's very, very interesting. Um, these are characters. I, I, one of the things that I'm most intrigued about with these, with the, with this property, is that it's, it's. I don't know how much I've talked about this. Sorry, I'm, I'm kind of tripping over my own words here, but uh, I don't know how much I've talked about this. But one of the things that I love about DC Comics is I love their B and C list characters, and even some of their D list characters. For some reason, they have this really wonderful uh, collection of, of kind of like. Just strange characters, um, but I really, really like them. Obviously, Swamp Thing has has a, a bit of cachet because of the Alan Moore series that was back in the '80s, uh, and Constantine as well because Constantine spun out of that Swamp Thing book for that that Moore is writing. But characters like Dead Man, like Zatanna, and and uh, you know if they if they incorporate like Detective Chimp or any of these other characters, uh, it'll be a wacky collection of characters, and and it could be a very fun series if if it goes well uh, we don't know much about it nothing's really been bandied about there's no no there's no information about what, what characters they'll use who's going to be show running you know are they going to be kind of faithful to the comics or are they going to take it up from their own direction we don't really know any of that so we're just speculating but this is a project that has a lot of really good potential in it so so stay tuned we're going to keep you guys posted on on information on that i should also mention i did kind of poo-poo the other two projects, but one of them is 
that one of the other series of Bad Robot's going to be doing for HBO Max is uh, it's a project called Overlook, which will be a 10-episode horror thriller inspired by The Shining. It's being described as a quasi-spinoff that focuses on the haunted hotel that we all saw in The Shining. And uh, it may even feature some of the characters who run that hotel that we saw from the film. You may remember uh, just this past winter, the sequel to The Shining, uh, Dr. Sleep, was released. Uh, it was starred Ewan McGregor. And I haven't seen it yet, but apparently it's out, so I can watch it, I guess. <laughs> Maybe I'll get, we'll get to that and, and uh, we'll figure out what the heck is going on in the world of The Shining and, and, and the, the, uh, the Stephen King uh, recovery tour continues. I don't know why I said recovery, but it's like, you know, King was big in the 80s and then we, everyone went away from him by the 90s and now we're back in, in, into Stephen King mania and it's just weird and wild stuff. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, we also got some news about the Cassian Andor Disney Plus Star Wars series. So we haven't heard much about the Cassian show since it was announced. And again, just to, just to kind of uh, go back through that information again, Cassian Andor, the Diego Luna character from Star Wars Rogue One, and K2SO, played by Alan Tudyk, will be the stars, more or less, of this new Disney Plus series. And it's going to be uh, executive produced by uh, Steve Stephen Schriff, who did The Americans, which was one of my favorite shows. And it's going to have the writing and directing of Tony Gilroy. Now, you may remember Tony Gilroy is the writer and director who came aboard uh, kind of at the 11th hour of Rogue One to reshoot some some scenes, write some new, write some new scenes, and then shoot them to kind of... Uh, flesh out the characters, bring the story together a little bit more because uh, they didn't, uh, Disney film and Lucasfilm, I'm sorry, Disney and Lucasfilm were not really stoked on the first cut of the film, of the Gareth Edwards version of the film. So they they brought Gilroy in as sort of a, uh, a sort of a uh, pinch hitter, I suppose, in a way to kind of take a swing at it and, and, and bring it together. And, and Gilroy did. Um, if you are a Patreon of the show, you know that on the commentary track, I talked about just how much I love that frickin' movie. So Gilroy being more involved with Star Wars, I think, is a great thing. And I think perhaps one of the one of the uh, strongest aspects that Gilroy brings to a Star Wars feature is that he's not like a big Star Wars fan, like, so he doesn't have any reverence for it or any of those things. So he just kind of tackles it from a character standpoint, which I think is something that Star Wars needs to be focused on going forward and and this is good news so so what is the news what is the this casting news that i'm ta- alluding to uh that it is being reported that stellan skarsgård and kyle solar are being cast as characters in this new series now their identities of the characters they're playing are not being revealed yet but just yet but it's really great news that despite the fact that so many productions are shut down uh that that disney is is, is kind of still Still moving ahead, making things happen with with the show, so that that when production resumes on, on on everything, we can get the ball rolling. So this is good news. This is good news that they they decide to share this announcement and they're they're letting us know that casting Andor is full speed ahead. Because remember, this show wasn't in production just yet, anyways. So getting this cast together, these are great things. These are good. This is good news, and and I'm looking forward to more Star Wars and Disney Plus. I really really am. 
Uh, I think Disney Plus is a great venue for Star Wars too because we st- we need to start having Star Wars be more more character focused and less uh, less event driven. You know that's uh, I I don't want to get on too much of a, of a rant. You guys know how I feel about the about the JJ films. I I was with them until I wasn't with them. Um, and and I think more character driven Star Wars is a good thing. And I think we're getting that from Disney Plus. Which by the way, if you aren't watching the Clone Wars. What the hell are you doing? Because the Clone Wars has been pretty amazing so far. Uh, there are some sad news. You guys may remember actor Brian Dennehy. He recently passed away. Um, he wasn't necessarily like a genre actor. He didn't do a lot of sci-fi or superhero stuff or any of that kind of stuff. But uh, as, as someone who grew up in the 80s, you 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 know who Brian Dennehy is. I mean, he was the sheriff in, in First Blood. He was in uh, FX with, with, with uh, oh God, what's that guy's name? Brian, Brian something, the Australian actor. Uh, Brian Denny is one of these actors who just kind of showed up in everything, and and he recently passed away, and, and that's sad. So we wanted I wanted to mention that to you guys. Uh, so if you if you get to watch FX again, think fondly of of, of Brian Dennehy. or if you watch First Blood again, which I love watching First Blood, and Dennehy's great in it as the sheriff who's trying to track down Rambo. Really good stuff. So that's kind of sort of it as far as like the big news news, uh, but I did want to mention a couple things because. You know, we're all locked at home still, and and as far as that goes, uh, that means we most of us have more time on our hands to be watching TV. So I just wanted to mention a couple things that have, have recently started up again. Um, I mentioned the Clone Wars; it's back. It's been really good. Some people kind of complained that the last couple of episodes were a little bit—they called them filler episodes, but they were really character-driven pieces. Um, for the, for the Ahsoka Tano character, who we talked about recently, is going to be featured in Season 2 of The Mandalorian. But here's where things get great, because uh, today's release, the new episode of The Clone Wars, is Part 1 of The Siege of Mandalore. This is what we've been waiting for since, since Clone Wars was, was abruptly canceled, and we never got to this point. We left when, when, when we left that show, Darth Maul was running Mandalore, and we're like, what the fuck is going to happen now? And then the show ended, and we're like, but we don't have answers. What happens to Mandalore? Well, now we're going to get those fucking answers, and it should dovetail pretty nicely into some of the things that's going on uh, in Mandalorian Season 2. Again, I'm going to mention the Darksaber, what we see uh, the Giancarlo Esposito character holding, his moth character, holding at the very end of Season 1 of The Mandalorian, the black-bladed lightsaber. If you're watching The Clone Wars, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly what that means and how important it is to the Star Wars mythology, especially the Mandalorian mythology. Well, right now, Darth Maul has that blade. So let's see how that's going to work out. Let's see how how they're going to wrap this up. Uh, Again, this is the final season of The Clone Wars. They're they're tying it all together. And uh, yeah, I think we know how how things work out for Anakin, but let's see how things work out for Ahsoka, okay? All right. Also back is... Uh, just this past Sunday, the first episode of Season 3 of Killing Eve came out. You guys have heard me mention this show a couple of times. It is one of my favorite shows. It's so insanely good. Um, I won't get into Spoiler Town because this is an easy show to get caught up on. The the, the the episodes are, I mean, yes, they're an hour long, but there's like, you know, eight, seven, eight in a season. So it's really easy to go back and watch Seasons 1 and 2, and then you can dive into Season 3. This is starting, like I said, Episode 1 just aired this past Sunday. Episode 2 will be this Sunday. That gives you plenty of time to binge these things this weekend. Watch Killing Eve. You will not regret it. It is uh, violent. 
and, and twisted, but funny as hell. And, and again, really great character stuff. Uh, I, 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 I don't know anyone who'd, who's watched this show who doesn't love it, who doesn't love it almost instantly. So I can't recommend ki Killing Eve enough. If you're also like me, you're a big fan of Better Call Saul. Season finale is coming up for Better Call Saul. Season 5, season finale. Better Call Saul, amazing television. You should be watching that as well. Have any of you guys watched Devs on Hulu yet? This is a show I've been wanting to watch. Uh, it's Alex Garland who, who did Ex Machina and those movies. Uh, I really want to watch it. I've heard it's kind of a crazy trip, uh, but apparently the ending, uh, they, they land it and they pull it off and, and they kind of bring everything together, which has me more excited to watch it now because uh, the little bit that I did watch, I, was, I got extremely concerned that this was going to be a show that kind of drifted off into nowhere. But uh, Devs is just finished. Apparently it's quite good. So I'm curious if anyone has watched it. Please hit me up and let me know what you think. Maybe give me a recommendation. All right, let's swing back to the new, to new stuff real quick. Uh, the one thing I did forget to mention, there's actually two things I forgot to mention, but the first thing is we, we talked about Disney Plus and The Mandalorian and how season two is coming and how we're very, very excited about this. But it was also announced recently that there's going to be a, a Mandalorian documentary for, for season one about how the episodes were put together, what they did, the, the way the effects were done, all, all that stuff, kind of how they brought this show to life. And I think that sounds like a really interesting uh, little behind-the-scenes special that, that Disney Plus is going to be airing. No dates have been set for that just yet, but the good news is that there's going to be more Mandalorian, more Star Wars stuff coming again to Disney Plus, like we talked about with Cassie and Andor. And... The delayed Obi-Wan is still on the table, too. but So let's let's hope we get some good news about Obi-Wan moving forward soon. I'd like to hear some good stuff about that. Uh, and also, if you are a fan of Dune, which that might be a tricky question, right? Because Dune's pretty great. But Dune is... Let's put it this way. My feelings on Dune are complicated at best. I want to like Dune... I don't think, and I do like Dune to a, to a fair extent, but I never have really gotten a good grasp of what Dune is and, and, and what it's necessarily about. That David Lynch film, that first David Lynch film from the mid-80s is, is, uh, is, is visually stunning, and there's a lot of interesting things going on in that flick. But uh, I, I, <laughs> I honestly couldn't tell you what it's about. It's a trip, and uh, subsequent attempts to to adapt that material have not gone very well not gone very far but as you may know uh Denny, Denny Villeneuve is is doing his version of Dune and it is going to be starring uh Timothy Chalamet Josh Brolin Rebecca Ferguson Jason Momoa's in this uh, uh Zendaya uh Stellan Skarsgård who we mentioned who's going to be on Cassie and Andor's show Batista's going to be in this we got uh who else we got uh Javier Bardem and uh, 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 Jason, um, I said Jason Momoa, but uh, Oscar Isaacs is in this as well. So it's going to be pretty, pretty epic. They're taking the first book of Dune and they're splitting it into two movies, which I think is a really good idea because I, th I think one of the reasons why I've always had a hard time kind of grasping what Dune is is because it's very dense material. It's very complex. And I think having never read the books, you know, makes it a little bit harder not to, to understand exactly what they're doing. Uh, which, that book is actually on my reading list for the summer, so we'll, we'll, hopefully I will be able to get to it before the film comes out. Uh, but I, I mentioned this to you guys because uh, there are new images. You may have seen them on 
on the internet. So there's new images, the first images from from uh, the Denis Villeneuve Dune film of Timothy Chalamet of Oscar Isaacs in in their costumes and and looks like looks like stuff actually from the film, not just like uh, you know them staging photographs and things like that. Like this looks like the movie, and they are. Uh, intriguing and beautiful and wonderful, and so I'm I'm starting to get excited about this new Dune film in a way that I don't think I had been when it was first announced. So something to keep in mind as we move forward is we may start talking about Dune more often, and uh, so so brace brace yourselves. Maybe maybe we'll have to go and do a sort of Dune retrospective at some point, kind of like re-examine that old uh, that old David Lynch picture with a uh, with Sting. <laughs> if you remember the the image of Sting and like those weird futuristic underwear underoos that he was wearing um we can dive into that later though but yeah dune sandworms polytrades all that good stuff we'll get the the the, the baron harkonis all that stuff we'll have a good time we'll have a good time with some dune we'll get into some dune what do you guys say all right well i think that's about it for you guys today you know just kind of get to the news you know we'll get out of here keep it a short episode for you guys today um Again, very sad news about Comic-Con, but I think it was ultimately the right decision. And uh, it just means uh, more to look forward to next year in 2021 when hopefully uh, we're on the other side of this and, and uh, life can kind of go back to normal. Uh, for me, the, the saddest part about Comic-Con being canceled this year is I, 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 will miss, uh, I will miss getting to see my friends who travel across the country to come to this convention. You know, I don't get to see them very often. Uh, mostly at Comic Con, it's when we get together. It's, just, it's the one time of year we all hang out with each other in, in real life, in the IRL, as they say. And uh, well, I won't get to do that this year. I'll have to miss out seeing seeing some friends that uh, I don't get to normally see all that darn often. So I'm going to be very sad about that. But um, maybe that means I should put a little bit more effort into into reaching out to with them, and maybe we can all do like a, a Zoom Comic Con or something like that, and we can all hang out and have a good chat and maybe share a drink over the internet, something something along those lines. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. All right, so kind of sad news, but listen, guys, there's there's positives. There's plenty of things to watch on TV. <laughs> so watch some stuff on TV. Tell me what you're watching. Recommend stuff. Let's uh, let's kind of get the community going. All right. I hope you guys are staying safe. I hope you're keeping your family safe and you're taking care of each other. And uh, when you're going out to run your important errands, you know, when you're going to the grocery store and all those things, you guys are being super cool and super patient. And, and uh, you know, remember, those guys don't necessarily want to be there, but they're there to, they're there to do their jobs and they're, to make, they're there to make sure that uh, your families are getting fed too. So uh, be super cool to them. If you have to go to the hospital the urgent care, remember to, to – be super cool to them as well. If you're going out, I hope you're wearing your masks and all that stuff. And again, remember, wash your hands, stay six feet apart, respect the rules. The sooner, the sooner we all kind of are doing these things, um, hopefully, the sooner we can get get past all this and then get back to having comic cons and get back to uh, hanging out with each other in the real lives, uh, the IRLs, as they say. All right, you guys, uh, thank you so much. Remember, this show is available on the internet for free. But if you're if you're interested, you can join Pophead Nation. Patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast. Follow us on the social medias. TomCastPopCast on Twitter. TomCastPopCast at Gmail. I'm sorry. <laughs> TomCastPopCast on Instagram. Uh, if you are following me on Instagram, uh, please check out my my top-notch buffoonery as I read dramatically the lyrics to Metallica songs. It is uh, top-notch buffoonery. It is a borderline spectacle that, uh, that I make of myself. 
in these uh, videos, and I do it to entertain you. At least I'm hoping that it entertains you guys. Maybe it's just me make, proving how sad and weird and lonely that I am. Anyways, <laughs> please like, subscribe to this podcast. Uh, you can give us a five-star review. That's amazing. You can write to the show. Email us at TomCastPopCast at Gmail. You don't, I'm sorry. You don't need the at. You, but you can email us at TomCastPopCast at Gmail.com. Oh, boy. I'm getting a little loopy doing the show by myself. I haven't done a solo in a while. I need, I need Big Raj here to balance me out. Or at the very least, Reagan on the Skype to yell at me and tell me to drink another beer. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Take care of each other. We'll be back very, very soon. Uh, Roger and I, again, we have big plans for next week. So you guys all take care of each other, and we will be back. Ciao, babes. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. We're not going to be fucking sunk this year! We're the Stanley Cup champions! Yeah!